Good morning and happy sleepy Saturday, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. We're super excited to be spending the Saturday morning with you. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's the Super Bowl. If you're listening from another country, you may not know what that is, but it's a big football game for us here in the States. I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm going to go and start cooking today for tomorrow. Anyways, Tori's got a fun devotional for us today, and we're going to go and hop into it. Yeah, guys, let's hop in. Today's devotional is titled Faithful Endurance, and we're reading out of James 1, 12, and it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am here for you even through hard times. Life is full of trials and tests of faith. If life was going to be easy, you would not need me. You live in a fallen world because of sin, but I sent my son to save the world. Keep eternity in your mind and keep your eyes on me. Then you will pass every test. As you do, you will become more and more like my son, Jesus. Do not be afraid to go through the rivers of difficulty because I will never let you down. Don't let the fires of oppression scare you, because I will not let them consume you. You are mine. Anything that you go through, we go through. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, In school, we took tests to pass our classes so we could move up to the next grade level. Each grade got a little bit harder, but we had been prepared by the previous tests we had taken. Faith works the same way. Every time we pass a test of our faith, we learn to trust God more. The tests may be difficult, but the more we study God's word, the easier it will be to pass the tests of faith and receive God's reward. The treasure of truth says, the best way to pass a test is to be prepared for it. I love that. It makes so much sense to me, the idea of studying God's word like we're going to be tested on it. Yeah. Because it says all over scripture, you know, like how is a young person supposed to keep their way pure? No other way but storing God's word in our heart. And so we should study it. We should yeah. focus on memorizing scripture and, and storing it and writing it on our hearts. That way, as tests do come, because they will, we see them all over. I mean, Jesus had tests. He was tested by Satan himself. Right. And so, and the way he responded to those tests was with God's word. Yep. To ask him to turn the rock into a loaf of bread. He said, man is not fed on bread alone, but every word out of God's mouth. Yeah. And so we should spend time, you know, daily um, trying to memorize God's word and his promises to us. That way our reaction is, is what we know about him versus what we know about ourselves. Because we can be untrustworthy, but God is always trustworthy. And if we're only depending on ourselves or things in the world like people or, you know, other things like cars or finances or whatever it may yeah. be, those things will fail us. They will. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you a question, babe, because you're so good at memorizing scripture. I was wondering if you had any tips or tricks to memorize scripture for the people out there. Honestly, I just have a few tips. The, the first tip is, is to don't just focus on memorizing 
like the reference and, and the verse. Focus on memorizing what it's saying to you. A few days ago, Tor and I talked in a podcast about how one of our favorite verses is 1 Timothy 2 7. Is that what it is? Or is it 2 Timothy 1 7? 1 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. And Tori and I got into a disagreement about the actual translation of the verse, but the only reason we knew those translations is because we knew what the what the scripture was saying. Yeah. And sometimes I have to go read other translations to find out what is this verse even saying? Mm-hmm. And then once I know, it's almost just like um, describing what a movie is about, where right. if you watch the movie and you didn't understand it, you can't explain it to people. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, that movie was cool because of X, Y, Z. If you know what a verse means and you know what it says to you, you can explain it in, in any terms. And of course, we want to memorize the actual the actual language they used, especially the old Greek and Aramaic and Hebrew and all that stuff. But but what's first important is to know what it says to you. Yeah. And then go from there. And so yeah. I will I will open up a specific verse in several different translations and read it to understand it. Yeah. And then I'll focus on memorizing the actual reference. I love that. Something that someone told me. Um, back in the day that actually really helped when I was trying to memorize a verse is I would take a small verse, like say it's James 1, 12 that we read today, and I would take the first letter of every word and I would actually write it on my hand. Oh, that's cool. And it would remind me when I was trying to like remember what word was next. I could look at the first letter of the word and it would just kind of ring that little bell. Mm-hmm. And then I would see it all day long on my hand. And it was like this little game I played to try to memorize the yeah. verse. Yeah. And I, th- that, yeah, I think that's a great example of another way people memorize scripture is, is by association. Yeah. You know, so for example, if you know what you struggle with and you should, because we should all know our weak points. Right then you will be able to go search in scripture for ways to work on those weak points. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, you can associate a weak point with a specific piece of scripture or a story or whatever is happening. And then we can, we can depend on that because we associate it with it. Where if Tori would see the letter T, she would know it it's the, or, you know, and so what you can do is, is as a weak point were to come about in your day, you can automatically relate it to a specific scripture that's that you associate it with. It's called a battle plan. It is a battle plan, and we need them. Yes. Yes and amen. Don't sleep on it. Um, do you want to go and pray for us, babe? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is living and breathing and active. God, I pray that we seek it out more, Lord, that you would write it in our hearts, that we would have the ability and the strength um, to memorize your words and your verses and uh, use them as our offensive weapon when the enemy strikes, Lord, that we would know it so well that even when we're tempted with things that sound like truth, we would say, hey, nope, I know what truth is and that is not it and this is what the truth actually says. And so, Lord, we thank you that you've given us this word. We thank you that we can refer to it daily and just live inside of these truths, God. Um, It's the only way to freedom, God. So I just pray for anyone out there who's feeling bogged down or um, just like the weight of the world or even depressed, Lord, that you would um, just relieve them and fill them with your peace and your joy, Um, that you would give them specific verses, that you would place verses on their hearts and in their mind, that they would go and look them up. And when they read them, they just are a refreshment to their soul, Lord. We thank you um, that you are active and you are personal, Lord. You are powerful and personal. And what an amazing thing that that is. We love you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. 
Amen, y'all. Happy Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow, Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.